Hi. Hi. Welcome. Uh, introducing your fate. Oh, uh, shit. I fucked it up. <laughs> yes. Your hostesses with the mostesses. Your favorite living goo 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 pals. Miss Avagudo. And Wanda Goo. We're sick. We're a little sicky. Yeah, so we're full of snot and whatever. But it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Um, we have an amazing podcast for you. We do. Yes, we had a fabulous interview with the Lady Camille. Oh my god, that girl can talk in the best way possible. Like, she just kept us on the edge of our seat. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's talk. I had no follow-up questions. She filled in the gaps. It was great. It was perfect. It was perfect. She asked us questions. I loved it. For now, we are going to get into some stuff that, uh, we have kind of left to the wayside for a while. Uh, our looks of the week. And we're also going to do uh, our drag team of the week. And I think we're going to do a little spotlight of like new performers that are popping up because there's a lot of them in the there Minneapolis are... area that are popping up. There are a whole lot of them and they're good. And they're really good. They're good. They're just showing up out of the woodwork. So we're going to ready to go. Give them some highlights. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about just like an update about what's happening with Drag Me with a Spoon. Oh, yes. A little update for Drag Me with a Spoon. Uh, Last we talked to you was like, fuck, January. January? Yeah. Oh, my God. Since then, we've done. We had a couple shows canceled. Oh, yeah. We had a couple shows canceled. It's fine. There were like, I think it was... Um, Golden Girls. Golden Girls was canceled because of... COVID. Yep, COVID. We had New Year's the was Delta canceled wave. because of COVID. The Delta Wave. Delta. Wave Delta. Hi, Delta. Hi. Hi. Um, but then at the end of February, we had our first show at the Blue Boat here in Mankato. It was a smash success. It was great. It was packed. It was a nice little stage area. It was so cute. Very appreciative audience. It was great. Um, and then in March, we had the Battle of the Divas at Chankaska. Oh, yeah. Which was so fun. Uh, sold out show. Huge crowd. Triple Falls giving us our tech life. Oh, yeah. Uh, last last time, we basically had um, one of our friends DJ setups for our lights, and we had a stage. And that was it. And then, like, barely any sound. And it was just not it. This time, uh, we had our own sound equipment. We Triple Falls brought uh, their lights. Their They did photos, their sa- videos. Th- when I say uh, we had our own sound equipment, I mean the Triple Falls people yes. brought their own sound equipment. And we had good sound. We had good lights. We had a good lighting. Yeah. I, I didn't just, ah. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my God. It felt like it was a real concert. They were smoke machines, y'all. Oh, it was so good. It was good. Like, the audience was getting up and, like, dancing and cheering. Like, the standing ovations were incredible. The one part that I, that it was unexpected for me, personally, was just, like, that people were so appreciative that it was, like, a diva show. So, like, we had, would announce the drag artist name, and then we'd be like, as Tina Turner. And everyone would freak people out. People would freak the fuck out. To be fair, we had some really good divas. Oh, absolutely. Because, yes, we had Princess Blue as Lizzo. Oh, she killed that one. We had Azalea Salida Cruz as Tina Turner. I mean, Luscious Rose as Whitney Houston. It was really good. It was really good. A couple, uh, so many, um, Slay the Fox, Pink. There was many honorable, honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Everyone knocked it out of the park. Yes. So good. Feel free to look on the Drag Me This Bit Instagram soon once we have the pictures and videos. Well, the pictures are already up. Oh, the pictures are already up? Yeah, I posted them like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, dink. Whoops. Someone doesn't follow the Videos. Oh, yeah. Drag Me the Spoon. I don't follow her. Is she new? She's new. She's new. Oh, that's cute. Uh, But big things in the work. We have our university show (laughs) at MSU Mankato on April 2nd, which is coming up so soon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then April 7th or no, April 9th. We will be at Wine Cafe doing our Golden Girls show. After all, 
three and a half months later. Yep. Uh, that'll be so fun. April 16th, we are at the South Central Minnesota Pride Gala, which is a big fundraising event for them. It's a it's a gala, but for gay people. Yeah. Um, gala. <laughs> April 23rd, we are at the Blue Boat again, performing 80s night. It's going to be a totally tubular time. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Totally. Oh, my God. Drag me to the spell. For real, drag is kicking off here at Mankato, and it's so exciting it's to see. It's so good. Like, people love it. Like, we, like... Last time we did a Chancaska show, when was that? That was... September. September. And they were like, yeah, I might go to a drag show like every mo- couple of months or so. Maybe. But so far, every show we've had has been sold out. And we've been get- putting them closer and closer just kind of to test the waters. Well, and, and I did the... I looked at the, the data. Like, I take the contact info of everyone that buys a ticket. It was 66% the same people that had been to our other shows. Like, it's a lot of repeat customers, which I love. So... so- very lovely scene down in Mankato, and, hap- and it's happening. If you've been to one of our shows, thank you so much. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Which also, uh, okay, so we had our uh, a fresh bend over boy. Oh my god. Uh, this last two shows at Blue Boat and Chankaska. He's uh, Wanda's cousin, Levi. Oh my god. The, the moms love Levi. The last time, okay, the last time we had a show at Mettler's, the strip club in town, um, he saw the last bend over boy we had, Ryan, who was mm-hmm. lovely, do his thing. And then Levi was just like, like, talk to you afterwards. Wanda was just like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And so, yeah, uh, we got him a Drag Me With a Spoon t-shirt, which he turned into a crop top. Oh, it was so good. It was cute. And then, yeah, the whole show at Chankaska, like, moms would, like, stick out dollars and drop them on the floor and be like, Levi! <laughs> Levi! They got the memo. They got the memo. They he, got the memo. He made huge amounts of tips. Like, so, the moms loved him. But just the tip. But just the tip. You know. Oh, he was so good. Love it. But yeah. So, on to our regularly scheduled I was just saying, this interview is a really long interview, it's but a, it's so good. We are going to try to keep this part short so we can get to our long interview, because it's a good one. It's a good one. So, coming up are our looks of this week. Our looks of the week, starting first with... Ooh, Miss Este Ready. Miss Este Ready. She has a fresh baby pink or ballet slipper. Uh, outfit. It's a corset. It's a. It's, it's from Misty Couture. Misty Couture. Um, it's a, it's a cape. It's like a corset and a cape and these little pasties and like a neck corset. Oh, peep the fruity wig. And the fruity <laughs> wig and the pink fruity Not wig. Not sponsored. Um, Esther got to do her first photo shoot and she was so excited and she looks so she good. She looks so good. Um, like honestly, you just kind of have to check. This looks editorial. It does. The way she's like looking in the mirror at herself, like checking her makeup. I'm looking at the. F- Bad word. In the mirror. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking her to change her ways. Anyways. It's very broody almost. Very the lighting is dark. She's, she's biting her fingers. She's definitely up to no good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Find her on Instagram at este. That's E-S-T-E-E period R-H-E-T-T-I-E. Estee ready. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Period. 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 Give her some love. Next up, we have... Our new Mix Hard On, by the way, we never announced oh, who, yeah. on the podcast officially who won the second annual Mix Hard On, but they are Rose, Rose Nylon. Nylon. And this is actually their look that they uh, submitted for the pageant. This is their candy look. They added on a little bit to it. What it is, is a gobstopper look. Oh like God, it's so cool. Straight up everlasting gobstopper. And they added a tail. 
Like a nerd's rope tail. A nerd's rope tail. I love that so much. Like they're, and they have a bodysuit on, which is kind of like a jawbreaker that's been worn away at the tits and the front, which... Oh yeah, where it's been licked heavily. Absolutely. I mean, this look is just so cool. The headpiece that she made, like based off the Willy Wonka gobstopper. It was a moment. It was so cool. It and was watching a her perform in it is insane. Period. Uh, give her some love. Ru- give her some love. The other nylon is her Instagram handle. She's been turning out some amazing, incredible looks, and she just keeps fucking pumping them out. And she just keeps doing it. We oh were gonna, God. we were, go- we were trying to decide which of her looks we were gonna feature because she had a couple co- good ones that yeah. just kind of appeared recently. So, period. She is the other nylon, rose nylon. Give her some love. Give her some love. Up next, we have got. Kendall. Kendall. Giving us like some sorbet realness. Sorbet? Sorbet? Sorbet. Oh no, sorry. I was thinking sherbet. Sherbet? <laughs> okay. She's some... giving us sherbet, Sher- which is B-A-E at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, this pink hair with the orange streaks and the butterflies. That is re- such a cute wig color. It is I, really cute. I believe she made this hair herself, which kudos. This looks really cute. Yeah. And then just like the wraparound little bra moment. Like that's super cute. Also, I noticed she loves an elf ear. which I love that. Which she's kind of giving like forest pixie constantly but like make it fashion forest pixie but from the strawberry shortcake universe yes <laughs> and make it fashion <laughs> make it fashion sorry check out her makeup skills because honestly if you go to her instagram she serves looks She's all so the time good. all day every day please check her out she Ken is doll, duh. that is k-e-n-d-o-l-l-d-u-h Yes, I am practicing my spelling. I was like, you just assume everyone cannot spell. I just like to be concise, and I like to be clear. Kendall, fabulous. And lastly, lastly, we have Azalea Selena Cruz as Miss Tina Turner at the Chankaska Battle of the Divas. Which, this was a serve. This was so cute. Which, okay, so yeah, she's got the Tina hair, the mm-hmm. iconic Tina hair. This one, uh, which actually, you know what? Tina has a lot of iconic hairstyles. So yeah. I would describe it's like kind of a it's a bump in the back. She's got some nice flat bangs in the front, but it is huge hair because obviously Tina obviously. Turner. Uh little black dress moment, little black pump moment, jean jacket. And I wish you could see her other look for this too, because it was like this, it was um oh I forget what tour that was. I don't know. But uh it was a wig I made her, and then she had um Casa Zhuzh it up to make this towering fluffy wig. It was cute. That was so Tina Turner. And she it, looked so good at the show. She looked so good. And she did seven and a half minute mixes, and the audience ate her up. They did not get bored. They ate her. Like up. that's how you know she's a legendary performer. If she can do a seven and a half minute mix twice and people are happy about it. Mm-hmm. So give her some love. Azalea Selena Cruz, that's just all one word is her Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, give her a follow. Give her some love. For the sake of time, we will spell it below. Below. I'll just say it's all linked below. On the I'm website. sorry, I keep spelling things. I just like spelling. And she just likes spelling things. Um, okay, it's time for our, our name of the week. We haven't done this in a while, but we found a couple good ones, courtesy of Melancholy. Sometimes, shout out. Uh, but like, yeah. So this one is so fucking great. Is Would it? you like to say this one? I do. Her name is Joanna Bang Me. So, Joanna Bang Me. Joanna Bang Me. Yeah. Um what a great name. What a fab. What a And she serves some great looks. She does. Yeah, this one that uh you sent to the chat was like this her with this wig that's like a ring made of I think fluff. I have no Perhaps, idea. Uh what's that microfill for pillows? Oh, it could be that. Yeah, it's just microfill. Oh, okay. Yeah, she made it into a ring and she said, "I'm just a whole sir." <laughs> yeah. Follow her. She is Johanna Bang Me on Instagram. 
It'll be linked below if you're watching on the website. But I swear it's pronounced Joanna Bang Me. Joanna Bang Me. Anyways. So we'd also like to give a new section a oh, start. Yeah. Just because this is where this podcast started. We liked to uh, we like to uplift new performers, new drag performers. In and the old ones. And old ones in the Twin Cities. Old ones, too. Old ones. But this section is specifically for up and comers. These are people that have just started drag mm-hmm. and are kind of making a big splash. So... Yeah. Our first one uh, was in our show recently at Battle of the Divas. Uh, he is a king. Uh, I think the first king in Mankato right now. So I'm mm-hmm. so excited for him. His name is Papi Rico. Papi Rico. And uh, he does a really good prince. Oh, yeah. It's really good. He did it oh, on yeah, rollerblades yeah. at our show. Iconic. I don't know how he did it. He Well, like, and he, like, practiced before by dodging the cords and stuff. Apparently he fell. But I thought he just, like, did a stunt or something. Yeah. That's, like, how, it, that's how it looked. It Anyways, looked so good. It looked real good. Uh, so he's linked below as well. Look him up. Poppy.Rico on Instagram. Give him some love. Uh, I hope to see him performing more because I know we'll be booking him. Uh-huh. So get into it. In the meantime, we have one ad really quick before our interview with the Lady Camille. So stay tuned. And uh, enjoy the interview. Yeah. Hey, all you kings, queens, and in-betweens. Uh, we've got some cool shows coming up, and you do not want to miss out on them. But most importantly, I want to tell you about our totally tubular 80s drag show at the Blue Boat on April 23rd. Uh, tickets go on sale April 1st, so get them while you can. Uh, I think there's about room for 100, but they really do go fast. Uh, so check them out. DragMeTheSpoon.com. Uh, we will have tickets there. Um, and yeah, I hope we see you there. 8 p.m. April 23rd. It's going to be a super totally rad show. So see you then, loser. Please welcome to the podcast, the divine secret, the Lady, Lady Camille. Camille. Welcome. How are you? I am doing quite well, stressed, blessed, but you know we doing the rest. <laughs> Period. I love that. That's showbiz, baby. Yeah. Yes. Come on, you I know it. it. I love it. Well, right off the bat for everyone listening, what are your pronouns in drag and out of drag? Yeah, so out of drag, they, them, in drag. Typically I get she, her, you know, because it's a woman. Mm-hmm. But they, them is welcomed in drag as well. Okay, work. Work, period. So then... Dis- so we're going. To, we're going to dive right in. Describe your drag. Who's Lady Camille? Who is Lady Camille? Bitch, Lady Camille is the experience you didn't know you needed to have. You okay. know, you see those memes. It's like this is Bob. Bob does X, Y, and Z. Uh-huh. Be like Bob. <laughs> well, Lady Camille is ecstasy. Be like Lady Camille. It's like a whole experience. Like, like I want when I'm performing for people to just be excited, have that sort of euphoric experience of like existing right there in this badass moment where something is just blooming on stage. I mean, basically we give birth to new ideas on stage every time we step out. So why not make it a pleasurable experience? I mean, period. Yeah. That's a fantastic you know, description. Cause you, I mean, I've seen you, I've seen you perform like, I believe only once live so far and you're, you're a dancey girl. You do the stunts. Yes. But also, you, you know, I'm a, I'm a dancey girl, but that just really comes from like feeling the music. Like, I'm first and foremost, like, everything I do creatively comes from music. So ideas, when I write my plays and stuff, like, usually those ideas pop up while I'm listening to music. So it's just that connection with the music. And I just kind of let the music guide what happens on that stage. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Um, so I how, love this double, like, absolutely, girl. <laughs> Let me tell you. We're a little too in sync sometimes. It's fine. It'll be like customer service, like, have a great meal. We'll be like, thank Thanks. you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> like, just yeah. everything. Hi, how are you in sync? Have a great, have a great day. And you, you as well. well. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. Y'all are so cute. I live. <laughs> well, how did you get your drag name, by the way? Yeah, so it came in two parts. My original drag name was Coco Camille. Coco Camille. Um, Coco Chameleon. I'm one of those yes! bitches. Love. Cardigans, Coco Chameleon, Yo Gabba Gabba. You know, I'm the second <laughs> oldest of seven, so I raised a lot of my younger siblings. Mm -hmm. So, you know, watching those into my teen years was very, like, the thing. Mm -hmm. So Coco Camille was my original name. Um, Camille actually came from my car. Oh. Uh, I named my car Camille because I love Prince. One of Prince's monikers is um, is Camille. Oh, it is. Uh, if you listen to Shaka Delica, uh, Camille is mentioned in there. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. that's I fell in love with that name at an early age. Gave my car the name Camille. It was a 1990 Cadillac DeVille. Ooh. Um, you know she writes in style. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then Lady actually like I'm grew up obsessed with like British things, all things British. My mom uh, is very obsessed with all things British. Ooh, so like the hierarchy of like lady duchess, um, you know, being a countess yes. and then becoming like a princess regent and all that shit. Yeah. Like that always really intrigued me. Like I was that bitch that woke up at like five in the morning to watch the royal wedding, wedding <laughs> between Prince William and Kate Middleton. Mm -hmm. I even watched, you know, I watched the uh, uh, Megan one, two. You got to watch Megan. Got to support. Right. Um, so like that's where like lady came from and my acting teacher at the time used to give us lady lessons on how wow. to be a lady. So when I was just, you know, when I was thinking of actually doing drag, I was like, boom, I'm just going to do lady Camille. And then, you know, I'm classy with a little bit nasty. So, that's yeah. Camille. so is there a chance that you'll ever like get a promotion to like the Duchess Camille or like something you else? You know, bitch, you know, bitch, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> the Duchess Camille. Um, if that does happen, it won't be until like something significant, you know, like a crown. Oh or, yeah, for you sure. Know, so like that's how the elevation would work if I did decide to go ahead and start upgrading. I think sure. I think it'd be iconic if you did. It would be. Oh, girl, that that pops in and out of my mind so often. <laughs> like I kid you not. I'm like, it might just Duchess Camille sounds really cunty. It does. Very mature. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you can like be rising in the ranks of the royal court. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. The lady yeah, seizes exactly power. Yes. <laughs> so have you have you tried a pageant before? Have you done pageants before? I actually haven't done a pageant before. Okay. Um, I was gonna do City of the Lakes in mm -hmm. 2020, but obviously, you know, Miss Rona came in and knocked everything out the way. She said, Move bitch is my stage. <laughs> yeah. She's um, a but, you know, I am thinking of possibly doing pageants sometime in the near future. Uh, I just want to try it out. I'm definitely that that person that likes to just kind of dip my foot in everything, mm -hmm. see what I really, really like to do, and then also what I can do in case someone else can't do it for me. Exactly. Uh, you know? I, I so we'll see. I want to try pageants. Like, I've thought about Drag Race a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, I've actually auditioned before. Ooh. So it's like, I just want to try everything before I, like, finalize, like, this is my pathway. 
Hundred percent. Leave yourself open to yeah. experiences. Right? No, I was gonna do Queen of Hearts at the '90s, but we had our own Valentine's Day theme pageant happening like two days later. That I was like, I don't I have time. <laughs> Year two, congratulations! Ooh, thank, thank you. you. Come on, your new reigning uh, reigning queen, MX uh, Rose Nylon, right? Uh, yes. yes, she turned it. It was so good. Oh, oh sister, this year, Ooh. my daughter was watching it the other day. Oh. So I, I was, Caught some clips while I was sewing, so. Cute. Wait, okay. which daughter? I only have one. Ken? Yeah, Ken. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Oh. I mm-hmm. didn't know Ken was directly your daughter. I thought, like, yes. Yes, Ken is directly my daughter. Cute. <laughs> She's lovely. Yeah. So oh, I love the bitch. How long have you been doing drag, by the way? I'm actually hitting four years. Four years? Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, because a bitch stumbled into this completely, like, unaware of absolutely everything. I didn't know what makeup was, padding. I knew nothing about drag. In fact, I was terrified of drag. (laughs) Where did it start then? Yeah, how did you get started? Um, Well, I'm gonna give you a little cute little spark notes. Okay. Okay. I grew up in the church, born and raised in the church. Uh, Pentecostal, uh, Pentecostal? Yeah, you know, I don't do it anymore, so I can't remember which (laughs) one it is. <laughs> a church. I grew up in the church, so everything that surrounded me was very like religious. So I didn't know what drag was. I didn't know what trans identity identity was. Nor did I know exactly what gay meant. I just knew it was something that you didn't want to be called, mm-hmm. quote unquote, in the area that I grew up. So um, throughout high school, I had some friends. I went to an arts high school. Obviously, mostly everyone is gay by you know here on the spectrum in some way. Uh, and anytime anyone talked about drag race, I left the room. I was like, I don't really, just not my tea. I would leave the room like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, the first time I heard about it is the year Jinx won. Really? Uh, and I have a fun little story to tell you about how I met Jinx, but then oh. I'll tell you that later. Okay. <laughs> um, and so in college, I was supposed to move to LA after I graduated. Again, uh, actually, I ended up booking a show in St. Paul that ended up getting canceled. And all the finances I had saved to move to LA, I actually ended up spending to stay here and never recouped it. Oh, no. So that's why I ended up staying in Minneapolis longer. Um, but at that time I felt so ungrounded, so flustered. So like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have my degree in acting and a minor in business management. What the hell am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, you know, yeah. we're all fighting yeah. for the same roles. And even though Minneapolis is a huge arts center, there's still a lot of groveling that occurs. I believe oh, absolutely. Like, you know, everyone thinks, oh, it's such a beautiful art city. There must be so much opportunity. Yeah, in general, there's so much opportunity. But individually, it completely varies from yeah. person to person. Yeah. Um, I met this boy uh, through a friend. Actually, y'all may know that uh, Aranya. Oh, yes. yes. Yes, Aranya and I went to school together. She was a year below me. Oh, okay. I love that bitch. She's good. Um, but She's I, good. I met this boy uh, through Aranya, and he was like, you have such a great structured face. Can I put you in drag? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Why, you know, you put me in drag. And right when he said, the day he said that is when Chad posted that he was having an open stage at what was formerly known as Honey. Oh, okay. Oh, for Pride. Yes. Uh, with Stacey Lane Matthews. So I was like, you know what? You paint my face. It's the summer. It was my first time entering the gay community. I did not do anything queer before I moved up to Minnesota. I did have a partner when I moved up here. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my I started actually watching Drag Race because mm-hmm. he was obsessed with it. Uh, and then he tricked me on Halloween to go to the 90s and sit front row at the 90s. 
And the first queen that stepped on that stage was Genevieve Ramona. Love, bitch. Ah, yes. I saw that bitch move. Uh (laughs) I was simultaneously terrified and exhilarated at the same time. The queenly majesty. Right? So that's what really opened my mind up to, like, drag and going to, like, see the shows and watching Drag Race. And then fast forward to this open stage. Um, I did it. And Sasha was the host. And after I, uh, she called me, she actually called me Lady Caramel. (laughs) (laughs) It's sweet. Um, Right? She said, bring, coming up next to the stage, Lady Caramel. Am I right? And I said, no, it's Camille. She goes, Camille. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After that, she walked up behind me and said, give me your phone number. I want to book you. I have a show called New Kids on the Block. um, And I want to book you. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really plan on doing this again, so I'll, I'll take your number, but I'm probably not going to text. Mm-hmm. I went home, and there was a little bug on me, bitch. <laughs> I said, something said to text, text her. So I texted Sasha. Obviously, it was pride. She was very busy. Um, and uh, two weeks later, she got back to me. In those two weeks, me and my roommate were talking, and we were like, this is a scam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know something, something's fishy about this. Uh-huh. The Sasha texts me two weeks later and uh, goes, hey, I'm actually in the market for a daughter. Would you want to be my child? Oh, in the like, market for a daughter. <laughs> I said, I said, er? Um, I texted back and said, I'm sorry, I'm trying to move to L.A., so I don't really know what any of this means or what it, you know, consists of. Can we, like, meet and talk about it? And she was like, yeah, why don't you come over? Went over, we played some video games, kicked her ass and some of my other siblings' asses in Mortal Kombat and Tekken, (laughs) which surprised them. (laughs) And then she took me out to dinner. That bitch was talking about me like I won RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Okay. She's like, you're gonna do this, this, and this. I can already see it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting there listening to her. Uh-huh. And at a certain point, it was about 45 minutes to like an hour in to dinner. And I was like, okay, this bitch is talking about me like I am already a star. Mm-hmm. Let's give this a shot. I'm gonna be in Minneapolis for the foreseeable future. Let's give this a shot. Uh-huh. I said, yes. And then the ball just said. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah, it, like it was, I completely stumbled into it. It was like a cosmos type, uh, you know, thing. And I am very glad because <laughs> honestly, I'm stepping away from theater to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, don't I love you. it so much. That seems to be the trend lately is people being a little disenfranchised by theater and then like picking up drag. All well, Muse, there's more autonomy to you drag. Yeah. You know, drag is very theatrical, but you have more autonomy behind it. Exactly. You know? I love doing plays and I will return to doing plays and musicals at some point. But, you know, being able to create my own outfits and really create, I pretty much create my own little play for, you know, three to six minutes on stage. Absolutely. And I get to do possibly three a night if I'm on cast. Your whole damn performance is just a dis- uh, a labor of love for your own design. It's right. It's, you get the lead like, every time. How could you time? give that up as an artist? Yeah. Truly. You know, and for, you know, different strokes for different folks. But like, I just, I can still write plays and my short films and stuff and still, and you're working theater administratively. Mm -hmm. But drag as a performance, girl, when you tell me I only got to work a Sunday (laughs) and then have the rest of the week off, Uh girl. And the money. Oh my God. Theater doesn't pay that good. You know. But, you know, it definitely depends on what theater you go to. There are some theaters here in Minneapolis that pay very well and some 
Okay. But it's so difficult to, you know, I believe that to pass the audition. And yeah, exactly. Right. But you're not wrong. Yeah. You know, the the money is nice. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. We're all in it to some extent for the money, Mm -hmm. you know, whether, you know, five percent, 10 percent. We're all in it to some extent for the money. But at the same time, it's like. That part of doing drag is completely relative to what you create because mm-hmm. hoes ain't gonna tip you if you ain't coming you know if you ain't bringing correct something. what your aesthetic is and what you bring you yeah. know and i say correct and like there's no right way to do drag mm-hmm. i say correct that you come put together mm-hmm. on point you got your concept your look your music them lip syncs mm-hmm. like the money's a byproduct of that and that's what i love it's like i created something to share with y'all and your money is you showing that gratitude Exactly. In a way, you know, hundred <laughs> percent. I will say, of all like performance professions nowadays, drag is sort of the best paid right now. Well, the, and the most self-sufficient. depending on the depending on the gig, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, say you're a band, you go to a bar, and you get paid like maybe a hundred dollars to play a set for three hours, almost. Like nobody tips. You have a tip jar. Nobody. It. But it's for drag. It's just part of the culture, just to take exactly, just exactly. And thing. one thing I will say is that Minnesota does appreciate their queens. True, true. Like that is something that is something that I cannot deny about Minnesota. For the most part, they do really appreciate their queens. And when you start to like show up and show out, you start to really get those people that will just come to the show for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's like. Like it makes like it simultaneously makes me uncomfortable, but also excited when people compliment me because I'm just very bad at compliments. <laughs> Same, <laughs> you know. So I'm just like, thank you, thank you so much. You look beautiful. Can we talk about you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's a fair response. Like, thank you. Oh my god, you look gorgeous too. Thank you. Right, but it's just like it's so symbiotic. I think that's the word I was looking for. Drag mm-hmm. is very symbiotic. You can't really do drag. I, in my opinion, um. Not successfully, successfully isn't the right word, but for lack of a better term, successfully, without that audience presence, whether that is digital or physical, like you the two really can't exist without each other. It's true. Yeah. You know, 100%. and that's that's what's beautiful to me is the cycle of kind of like giving back and forth. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, I like to look fish pussy kind. <laughs> All, <laughs> of All of the above. So I feel like you already answered it a little bit, but what kind of performances do you usually do? Like when somebody comes to see Lady Camille, what should they expect? So um, at the core center of Lady Camille, like I'm very alternative, uh, poppy punk rock 80s, babe. I'm re-80s is where I like to sit and live. Mm -hmm. Um, I do other music. Now to like holistically answer your question, one of the other reasons my name is Camille is the idea of like being able to transform chameleons. Okay. That's why I call my fans my little chameleon. Oh. I like to transform. I like to kind of change it up. Yeah. Uh, in a way that like for a period of time, you may see me popping out, looking a little pussy cunt, <laughs> super fish, pop princess. But then I'll change it up and do something grungy and rock. Like I like oh. the transformation aspect. Love that. You know, and I'll, and it's all based and influenced by 80s fashion, culture, uh, home decor, music. Uh, it's all inspired by that, and at the core, that's really what it is. Mark, super cool. Yes, the transformation, <laughs> the variety. I'm just yes. I'm yeah. I, agree. I loved it. It's like girl, I get painted. And it's like becoming a fucking chameleon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like change color, boom. 
Boom. I'm a woman. Uh, <laughs> drag really is the, the summation of like, if you could just be another person for a day, who would you be? And the answer changes constantly. And then you have drag. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have drag. And then, and then you have yes. drag. So yes. I live. Oh, okay. So you've been a staple of flip phone shows. Um, how long have you been working with them? <laughs> Actually, I didn't. So working consistently with them, it would be this year. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. So my first flip phone booking was uh, when they first brought cameos and spotlights mm-hmm. back okay. in the summer okay. of 2020. I did the Holy Trinity brunch as Rihanna. Oh, that was right. my first uh, flip phone sort of like booking, even though the spotlights don't get paid. Yeah. But yeah. I still got that fantastic exposure. 100%. Um, and then April of 2021 is when I got my first full brunch. I did Prince brunch. Love. You know, and then I think Prince Brunch is really is really what solidified me because if you know me, if you know anything about me, Prince mm-hmm. is my center and core. I love it. I actually used to give tours of Paisley Park. <gasps> oh, work! Uh, I, yeah, it was very fun. Part of me have been thinking about it, trying to go back. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Prince Brunch of 2021. I think is what really got the ball rolling, and um. Again, for lack of a better phrasing, I think that's where I really proved myself as mm-hmm. like not like necessarily like a super polished queen. Cause again, like I didn't know anything about makeup when I started or anything about anything. Like I completely Did taught myself. <laughs> or well, you know, it's and I, I bring that up because mm-hmm. I started coming up around the same time as y'all and like Priscilla and Carino, you know, when uh drag revolution and evolution were like oh, yeah. the hot ticket, you know? And at that time, everyone else around me had already kind of figured out what their face was. I had like no idea at all, like what my skin shade was for foundation. Um, I didn't know that there you had to put primer on your eye in order for me to get the color that I need. Oh, or for yeah. it. You know, there weren't a lot of um, makeup tutorials for black queens on YouTube, mm-hmm, Yeah. even with Drag Race. I like yeah. there weren't really a variety. So I just, uh, I just started staying around the queens while they painted. Okay. Like Julia or Tigra. And like, I would just, like, I would, you know, not be too much in their space. <laughs> I would watch them from afar. And then if I had a question, I'd just walk up and be like, um, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. You know? That's smart. And, then now, really. and now that I've got Ken, Ken is so fucking amazing with makeup. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll be sitting in my room right here painting for a gig and be like, baby doll, get over here. I need your help. Yeah. <laughs> She's taught me a few things, and boom, we're always learning. Boom. Awesome. So, like, I think all of that combined led up to Prince Brunch, and Prince Brunch is what really, because like yeah. now I kind of do Prince Brunch every time it comes up. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna say that was the first clip I saw of you on the flip phone Instagram, yeah. and she was getting it. Girl, I was living my life. Yes. Actually, if you pay attention to that video, Ken's my bucket person. Oh, <laughs> for real? Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Cute. <laughs> so, you know, we bring it around, keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You know. Speaking <laughs> of family, you're a part of the Cassidyne family. Um, you told us how that came to be already, but what's it like being a part of a drag family? Because we don't really we don't yeah. know much about that. You know, that. It's, um, it's, it's, for my situation, it's absolutely fantastic. And I think that goes for a lot of people uh, who end up finding... Um, what their unit is because for me like i still have a relationship with my biological parents like there's no kind of like torn uh relationship there i do go back to you know visit for holidays and whatnot 
So when I first got into family, I kind of felt awkward and a little bit guilty because the reason that like drag families and ballroom families like um, partially came to be was to have for those who didn't have a family to support them, mm-hmm. to have that family unit, you know, that chosen family. And I mean, that goes for the gay community overall, for the most part, too. You know, we have our little groups of friends yeah. that we kind of yeah. consider family to an extent. Absolutely. You know, we don't we may not verbally say that. But we we probably consider them close family members. Yeah. So we're chosen family. This, Hello. You have to. Yeah. Being in this family came at the perfect time because I really didn't have a community up here. Mm-hmm. Even though I went to a acting program where it was just twenty of us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really feel like I had any grounding or a home here. Like I never. Whenever I would go to where, uh, what I now call home, I would always be like, "Oh, I'm going to sleep." Like I never called the place that I lived when I moved up here home. Because it just didn't feel like that. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I'm going back to the dorm or I'm going back to, you know, I started giving my the places that I lived names so that I didn't have to call it home. Mm. So the first like house I lived in was the rhythm room. The rhythm room. Like, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to the rhythm room. And everyone knew what that was, you know. Um, So having Sasha has been great because now I have that means of being able to have conversations about queer things or just non-queer things. Um, without that kind of authoritative energy. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, like yeah. I'm getting there with my my biological parents now where it's like, you know, we're both adults, you know, let's talk candidly right now. We know we don't mean no harm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I didn't really have that. It was all, it was always very much like kid adult type situation, like child adult. So right. having a drag family has been really nice because one, I get to learn so much like Jasmine, Fucking phenomenal seamstress. Yeah, she like, is. I was just over there the other day. I spent an entire day working on Encanto shit with her while she was sewing something else for lunch. You know? Period. And then um, her partner, Aaron, Mr. Stone Crazy. Mr. Stone Crazy. Like, I know how to stone now. I can stone for other people. I know the logistics of all of that now. So it's been really great because it's been opening my eyes as someone who, like, had no queer experience growing up whatsoever. Yeah. Like, a speed course. Like, literally, <laughs> I say this jokingly, but being a Cassidyne is, like, drag for dummies. Kind of. <laughs> Love. You know? I mean, like, everybody's got a skill. Everybody's got a like, skill. Exactly. We all have, and that's what I find to be so beautiful, is that we all kind of have, like, something that we're exceptionally good at. Like, we all can do all of it, but there's, each of us are good at, like, something specific. Ken does wigs. Mm-hmm. Jazz sews. You know, I make some of the mixes for folks, you know, and we're figuring everyone else is out as they, you know, the new adoptees that are here. Mm-hmm. You know, Blizzo is a great construct. Like, he can construct a prop out of nothing. Nice. Like, we all have that one thing that we're really good at mm-hmm. that we can teach each other, but, like, in a last-minute scary situ- situation of, like, oh, shit, I need a, you know, a, a leotard with X, Y, and Z on it. Jazz can you do this or can you mm-hmm. do it with me? Yeah. To have that, I will say, does make things a little bit easier because I feel like I'm able to relax a little bit more yeah. rather than yeah. feel anxious all the time. We have a support network. I mean, like, that's... Exactly. Like, that's kind of what we have. Like, she does wigs and I do outfits, but we're still missing <laughs> See, a few of those resources. Yeah. It's a team. Yeah. Drag, like, it's such a team effort. Drag is not a solo sport, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Girl, because imagine you, like, if unless you're doing, like, a cabaret show. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine trying to do a drag show purely on your own. Yeah. The highlights yeah. of a drag show is kiki in with the bitches in the uh, back room, mm-hmm. being on the stage, and also being able to interact with the audience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a whole thing. And it goes beyond just being a Cassidyne. 
like, you know, Priscilla, Cariño, type, all of them like continuously teach me new things. And, you know, uh, I, I, I know that I can go to them for things. Julia, Frozan, like I can go to them for tips, bits. Uh, where'd you get that outfit, bitch? I want something just like that. Who, mm-hmm. who designed that? Mm-hmm. How did you make it? What fabric store are you buying from, ho? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it goes just I'll beyond see. being a Cassidyne. It's like this beautiful network, even y'all. Because, yeah. bitch, you were making wigs for my mama. That's yeah. True. Like, Diagnosis yeah. was making, you know, outfits for, for my mama. You know, it's like the community. When you find that just like, we're all here to do our thing. Like no tea, no shade, bitch. It's a perfect little little spot. Absolutely, um, you know. Not to get corny on Maine, but I feel like that's exactly what makes drag a a performance art like no other because we have such mm-hmm. a community within each other, and like, and it's not competitive, or at least it's not supposed to be. It doesn't have well, to you be. Know, it, but the thing is, there's always there's always room for some healthy competition. Oh, of course. Don't think I don't be. Like, don't think me, me and Priscilla talk about it all the time. We're always competing with each other, but it's that competing that challenges us to go to the next level not that competition of if you win fuck you get out my way exactly. you know like that's i don't i don't think that you know gets sort of uh, um taught for lack of a better term in the community yeah because yeah. you know we do get some delusional queens uh-huh. or you know like i'm hot shit you can't tell me shit and i'm like i've got a lot that i could tell you but obviously you don't want to hear it exactly nice yeah. you know and that's a, that's just who i am unless you ask me for critiques i'm not just gonna openly give oh it. yeah no me either oh, you know what sure. i mean if you come up to me and be like hey girl how was that i'll ask you straight up do you want me to tell you what you want to hear or do you want me to tell you <laughs> what what i saw that's yeah. the phrase we live you know? by yeah, Truly. because it's like because it's like there's no thing wrong with critiques. No, yeah. that's something yeah. that like I didn't understand in theater. I didn't understand like in art forms. Period. Like critiques are meant to help you. Yeah, yeah. like and, yeah. Go no, please go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like um. Oh shoot, brain fart. Mm-hmm. Choo choo. <laughs> the thought train is coming back into Avocado <laughs> Station. <laughs> oh, she leaves very often. It's a one minute train, but uh oh. I was gonna say, like, uh, critique versus criticism. Yes, there's a way to give critique, and you know this from being in art school, there's a way to give critique where you're not a bitch, and I feel like Mm -hmm. people especially don't know how to do that because of Drag Race a little bit. Because, like, Michelle Visage, who has rapport with these queens, is being harsh to them, but, like, these queens know to expect that from her. Whereas, like, you know, all these queens who are like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna read you for Felf. I'm gonna tell like, you how it is. That's my critique. Yeah. And it's not a critique, girl. You're just being mean. Like, that's the thing, is that these babies gotta learn the difference between being rude and being shady. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, that's the that's what's that's something that's getting muddled and that they think being shady is a part of the game. And it's no. like, no, no, sis, that was just actually mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, and I think that's something that's getting lost in translation as we get a lot of you know, and honestly, it's because of the quarantine. Oh, like, yeah. We got to experience and kind of grow prior to the quarantine from doing the talent nights or, you know, or doing our own shows or X, Y, and Z. So yeah. we got to be in that community for a hot second before things disappeared. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't get that, which no. I completely get no. to understand. I'm not going to hate you, but I'll tell you only once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know only once. That's not, you know, whether the tea is hot or not, you know? Yeah. yeah, but I'm not. I'm not here to rain on anyone's parade. 
most of the time, I just like being at home minding my own damn business, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> we're out to have a good night and perform and make some dollars. That's, and that's what home. we're here for. Right, bitch. Yeah. We're just here to have a good time, get drunk, go home, and maybe go to sleep without makeup on. Yes. Maybe. Oh, we'll Jesus. See. Your pores will thank you later. <laughs> I keep face masks in the bathroom for a reason. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah, no, we just, uh, after drag, we just scrub our faces with the makeup wipes we're not supposed to. I know. But, like, then we, we wash our face. You, uh, all, uh, all Balm, I think it's called. All Balm? Yeah. Jasmine introduced me to, uh, it's just like a little cream cream scoop scoop. Mm-hmm. All Balm that you just massage into your face. Usually, I'll get home, massage into my face, and hop in the shower and wash it off that way. Okay. And then left over, I'll wipe off with a makeup wipe. The, okay. the problem is we are we have an hour and a half drive home, so we're like, I'm taking oh. this off first. So girl, you can you can still do it at the club too. If you just true. bring a towel. No, yeah. yeah. You can you still do it what? at the club. It it's worked wonders for me. I do not spend a lot of time getting out of drag anymore. Okay. Okay. It's called all balm. Yeah, you know what I'll do, sis? I'll yes. take a picture of it when we get off this call and send it to you. <laughs> okay, Sounds thank good. you so much. <laughs> we will put this in the transcript for everybody to see. Come on, yes. <laughs> drag tips. Okay, this is my favorite part of the show. So yes. what are your three quick drag tips that you would Speaking give to of. any drag performer, new or experienced? I mean, whatever you think is really important for people to know. First and foremost, be humble. Be humble. Like There is, there is nothing that will get you farther than being hu- humble. And a prime example of that is Demita Sanchez. Uh-huh. Yes. Being humble, being humble, like also includes being, you know, nice and personable. Demita Sanchez is a pinnacle of how far you can get just by being a good person. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Like, I, I love being around Demita so much. Like, it just, it fills me. Like, because if everyone was like that, girl, can you imagine the shit we could get done in this city? Honestly. She's a chill time. I've only ever performed with her once, but she's a chill time. She's a good kiki. And she'll Period. just she just wants yeah. that. she just wants love, 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 happiness, smiles, and laughs. Yeah, hundred percent. Like literally, my favorite thing to hear the bitch say is, "I'm crying." <laughs> like, bitch, that is I love me some Demita. Second little drag tip: try everything before you say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try everything before you dismiss something. Like now, if it doesn't vibe with you down to your core. That's a different scenario. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't be like, oh, I could never style wigs. Bitch, you never know until you try. Ken is not formally taught. Yeah. Ken taught herself yeah. how to style wigs. Yeah, yeah. I taught myself how to sew. So don't don't knock anything. Try it. And if you don't like it, at least you can say you tried it. Mm-hmm. Period. Third yeah. one, ask for what you desire and what you need. Ask. The worst people can say is no. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to... Uh, they're not looking at you. Mm-hmm. There have been plenty of times I've reached out to people of like, hey, I'm interested in what you do. And they're like, oh, sorry, we're booked. But then months later, they're like, hey, you know what? I actually have an opening. Are you interested in doing this? Yeah. And that's all yeah. because I asked. And that's something that I have struggled with up until like the last year or two. I always felt uncomfortable asking for things. Mm-hmm. It just, I, you know, I just don't know what it was. It was just like, I, if you ask, it's going to come off X, Y, and Z. Yeah. No, yeah. the worst thing they can say is we don't have the space for you right now or at yeah. all. And if they don't have it at all, okay, well, now, you know, that's one to check off your list. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. A lot, I think, again, me included, a lot of us get nervous asking 
when we want to, you know, have a booking or putting our name in the hat for something. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons my uh, kind of brunch themes have switched up a little bit. And, uh, you know, from Prince and now I'm doing like Golden Girls and Encanto and Star mm -hmm. Wars is because I went up to chat one day and was like, hey, I see you're doing this brunch. You know, I just want to toss my name in the hat if it's not already been booked. And he was like, oh, no, it's been booked. Yeah. And I was like, OK, well, you know, I just thought I'd ask. What did I get shortly after that? I got shortly Star Wars digital show. I love that. You know, Period. so asking, it does not hurt. It may feel uncomfortable, but in the industry that we're in, especially when you're starting out, mm -hmm. like until people know who you are, you need to make people know who you are. Oh, 100%. And like, you I know. say this a lot, but that truly is showbiz, baby. Like it you is. just- It is showbiz. Oh, oh yeah. No, like MC Rar, the last two shows she's been in, I already casted it, and she's like, "Hey, if you have room in your show, let me know." And, and I was then, like, "And I was like, you know what? I will make room. I love the audacity." And that's the other thing too. Yeah. Sometimes people will make room for you just by have just by you stepping out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and asking. Exactly. Like another prime example of someone who does that, my sister Michelle. Mm -hmm. Michelle will send her shit out to Timbuktu, and will be traveling, going to God knows where to do drag, but. She is getting her name out there. Mm -hmm. She is making her coin and she is thriving, bitch. Yeah. Like, and literally all she does is put herself out there and ask. Yeah, period. You know? And why not? Yeah. Why, why not? not? Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're your hardest roadblock. Truly. I was just saying, you went out of your way to ask Sasha, like, where's the cameo thing? Where do I sign up for those? Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I gotta get her my calendar. But still, like she she hit me back. Like <laughs> she hit me back pretty quick. She's just like, uh, "Can you do this brunch?" No. Okay. Well, then send me your schedule. We'll figure something out. So it's just yeah, and that's yeah. something that I will say about Sash is that like she really wants to see this like the new crop, the next generation, us. She really wants to see us grow and thrive. Yeah. yeah. So like when you send those cameos in, she is watching them. Mm -hmm. Like literally, sometimes we'll be talking, she'll get real quiet, and I'll be like, "You okay?" Oh, no, one second. I need to watch this. <laughs> Boom. She'll go do her thing, and then she'll come back and be like, all right, what were we talking about? <laughs> she, she, genuinely, oh, she genuinely wants to see this uh, new generation and new crop grow, so she wants to try to put you in brunches. At the same time, though, you know, we've talked about it before. Like, there's a certain caliber, mm -hmm. uh, or not caliber, to say, because that makes it seem like it's this grand thing. Experience. That you need but experience. Experience and... Um, Right. I, I, yeah. I'm, I don't want to say confidence, but mm. confidence is a part of it too, of just like putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. being put together. Yeah. You know, knowing yeah. your lyric. Mm -hmm. You know, come in not looking like you rolled down in a bunch of scraps of fabrics and stood up. <laughs> I <laughs> think know? I think the word is professionalism. <laughs> professional. No, no, yes. that's the, that is exactly the right word. There's yeah. a certain professionalism yeah. that flip phone because of how big it's become mm -hmm. uh, holds. And like, girl, I respect it. You said there's a bar. I said, bitch, I'm going to reach it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my six inch platforms will walk right over that bar. Let's go. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was thinking, bitch. I thought about the body from Super Hills. Clip clop. Give uh, me some of them Julia Star heels. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Like I love those heels. Side note: We have we own we now own all of those shoes. Just so many we, pleasers. We saw Julia wearing them, and I'm like, those look easy to walk in, and then we bought them, and they are. They are really easy Aren't to walk they? in. The heels are so sturdy. <laughs> I'm a heavy bitch, and like I need just a solid chunk of plastic to step on. A nice platform does wonders. Truly. One, your feet don't hurt uh -huh. as much as they typically do. Two. 
Bitch, there's something about that solid step when you're walking that just makes it's like everyone knows I'm here and that's the way it should be. And it lifts <laughs> the butt. The yeah. platform makes your butt look amazing. Either half yeah. of a horse is approaching me or there is a queen nearby. <laughs> Good evening. You said, giddy up. <laughs> she said, plop. <laughs> you know. Okay, wait. Circle back. Circle back. That was. Yeah. Uh, you said you met Jinx Monsoon and you had a story oh, for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Quick little side story. And you can actually, if you dig deep enough on Instagram, I'm sure you can find it. Okay. Um. So there's this club in London called Heaven. And that's where a lot of like the drag race girls go. Bag of Chips actually, that was her home bar. Oh, word. I'm not going to say her home bar because I don't know what her home bar is. But she was one of the judges uh, at Heaven on Thursday nights for a little competition called Porn Idol. Porn Idol. Um, yes, and Porn Idol was, I think it, it was like, I wanna say like eight or nine people, you sign up at the door and uh, you strip on stage for the entire crowd and bag of chips, their other uh, staple, son of a tutu, and uh, the guest judge is usually a rue girl or one of their like pop-in local queens uh, over there in London. And the night I went, actually I went twice. So I lived in London for a period of time and I went, the first time I went detox was the judge. And that's how I met Detox. Oh, but the second time I went, um, I was with a group of friends and they, were, they always asked for an audience volunteer at the end of everyone competing. And I completely forgot about that. <laughs> and as soon as they asked, I felt everyone's eyes go whoop on me. And I said, if I don't volunteer myself, I'm gonna feel embarrassed by everyone else volunteering me. So I volunteered myself and Jinx was the guest judge that night. Uh -huh. So I stripped for Jinx Monsoon and Bag of Chips. <laughs> Made top two. Okay. <laughs> Made top two. Uh, uh, and then that's, yeah, that's how I met uh, Jinx and Baga, <laughs> stripping for them. Love that. They saw your ass first. They heard your voice second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the comments on the video that uh, Jinx posted, someone, because I like to wear mismatching mix matching socks. Mm -hmm. I don't like to match them. Right. <laughs> and everyone's, like comments were about how my socks didn't match, even though the whole video is me literally revealing my ass. <laughs> like, literally shaking my ass. And you want to know the song that they gave me? Because when you sign up, you get to choose the song that you perform to. Okay. The audience volunteer doesn't get to choose the song. Mm. It's kind of like a little Russian roulette type oh, situation. Jesus. Whatever song plays is the song you dance to. Mm -hmm. I got a traditional... <laughs> Uh, Jewish Hebrew song, the um, Mehela <laughs> Oh my God, sorry. What they started playing for me, and I had to strip to that. The moment I realized that I could dance on beat full force, <laughs> I jumped on that pole and started swinging. That's iconic. <laughs> that is the. Baga was like, I did not think anyone would be able to dance to that song. I said, my heart was racing. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part of that, my one of my best friend's dads were, was in town and came to the club with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so one of my best friend's dads saw me completely naked. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, he saw you win something. Oh, well, like second place still. Still. Second, but I lost second place to these two drunk girls who were just like flopping around on the 
on the stage. That is tragic. Rude. I was robbed. You were robbed. Rigor Morris. I was robbed. <laughs> which is one of the reasons I don't think I want to go to drag race. That's, you know, that's fair. They'll no, rob me. Hey, I'm if, joking. <laughs> I mean, okay, even if you get on, like, if you get on Drag Race, like, even the first people to go home are still iconic. James Mansfield, Kamora Hall. Oh, I will oh. make sure I'm iconic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Benji. <laughs> yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Not Miss Vanji. Miss Vanji. <laughs> I love that bitch. She is so funny. Uh, yeah. So what's next for Lady Camille? What, is, yes, what are you next? up to? Well, I'm stepping away from theater. My last gig was assistant directing at the Children's Theater on Friday. Two snaps and a twirl. Um, And now I'm doing Golden Girls on Sunday. Um, Encanto on the 20th and 23rd. Star Wars on the 27th. uh, Gorgeous over in St. Paul on the 25th. Shangela on the 31st. And Prince Brunch on the 22nd, I believe. Dang. Um, you know, girl, she's trying, to make, she's trying to make that name. Ooh. She might be called the Divine Secret, but everyone will know. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, heading out to L.A. to go visit, maybe try to get some gigs out there. Um, drag con in it for the first time. Oh, yes. Um, and then I'm down in Iowa for their uh, Broadway brunch. Ooh. Okay. I will say, uh, no shade on Minneapolis. It's so easy to get booked everywhere else. You just like message ahead of time. You're like, hey, do you have an opening? And they'll be like, yeah. It's weirdly easy. We performed in Alaska last summer. Like we went to visit my family and we were, I was like the one game are in town. Can we have a booking? And they're like, absolutely. I live. You see, again, circle back. Just All you have to do is ask. You never know what the like cosmos have in store for you. Exactly. Unless you ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like literally you can gauge if it's a good time to ask. It's just about timing. Exactly. Sometimes it's not a good time to ask those types of questions. And when you find that time, bitch, you better dive in head first. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, like, going to, we're going to Vegas in May. I'm going to ask a bunch of clubs. Y'all better like, go ahead, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. We'll see what happens. And if not, but, whatever. I'll have fun. Well, you know, exactly. You go out there, get the experience. You try. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you tried it. Like, and that's all you can ask for. And that's all you really got to do. Drag is literally you just trying over and over and over and over again and getting better every try. It is a labor, an exercise of confidence. And patience. And patience. It's just going Mm -hmm. out there, presenting what you got. Hopefully people like it. If they don't, move on. Move on. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. Yes. Just exactly. Move on. Letting go is a good thing to start. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still, like, in the throes of learning how to, you know, water off a duck's back. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that's something, like, not everything is serious and not everything is personal. Yep. Mm -hmm. We already got a lot of shit happening already, girl. Mm -hmm. Well, three years dealing with all this craziness. Oh, God. At least. It feels like forever. I know. I forget. I'm like, it's 2022 already. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's March <laughs> again. again. I know, and it's March. It's almost the anniversary, in fact. Uh, oh, God. Oh, no, yeah. Well, where can people find you yes. if they want to follow and see what Ooh. you're up to? Girl, well, follow my Instagram at the divine secret underscore. Make sure you get that underscore. But mm-hmm. by the time you type divine, I should pop up. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm over at the saloon, the gay 90s. Um, 
I actually I, I co-host with uh, the other Jeannie Rattel oh, yeah. for Flingo. Ooh, so you can catch me at Flingo at Falling Knife Brewery. Um, uh, obviously, phone events. Of I do. Course. I'll do some gigs for them. I'm also trying to get a few little things for my own yeah. right now. Yeah. So. Okay. When, when all that starts to come to fruition, trust and believe, you ain't going to stop hearing about it until you're standing right there in the audience. <laughs> okay? Period. You will not stop hearing about Absolutely it. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, honestly, you can find me anywhere. Bitch, at this point, I feel like everyone sees me at Saloon or the gay 90s. Mm-hmm. So you want to chit-chat. And I'm a, like, honestly, I do appreciate when people come up and introduce themselves and talk like... I am not the type of person to be like, oh, get away from me. If we can go chit chat, come let's chit chat, bitch. Yeah. You know, I, I want to like, why not? Yeah, I think the first time we met you, you were serving drinks at the saloon block party. <laughs> yeah. and, we were like, and we were just like, oh, hi. I was like, Marie Antoinette so serving alcohol. Like, Hello. I love, like, I love that when it's like, oh, cool. I've seen you around. Like, I enjoy what you do and you run up. I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do it all the time. Just last night, I pulled Ember Rose aside. I was like, bitch, this outfit is so cute. (laughs) Where'd you get it, bitch? (laughs) You know, like, again, just being a personable person takes you a long way. You get to meet different, fantastic people who do what you do, but in a different lens, in a different scope. Mm -hmm. Like, I get inspired by so many people, girl. I be stealing ideas. (laughs) That's right. The best artists steal ideas. Yes. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just keep... Just thank the you. Fine. The girl, I've been telling that to Ken. I'm like, girl, don't stress yourself out trying to reinvent the wheel, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what you can do, and you know who you can ask to help with what you can't do. Don't exactly. reinvent the wheel. <laughs> Boom. Why stress yourself out? We already get stressed enough being drag queens. Getting into geese is a stress in itself. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My titty lopsided. I don't know why it's falling. <laughs> I can't stick it. This tight has a hole in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My lash falling off while I'm trying to do a high kick. Like, <laughs> there's a waterfall happening under my breastplate. Oh, constantly. Yes. My my all time favorite is my eyes are watering because makeup's got under my contact lens. Yeah. Period. That yeah. while I'm painting, mm. not while I'm performing. No, no. While I'm painting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, my pH ba- my pH balance in my face goes wary, so my nose starts running. Oh, girl, I, I keep Q-tips right on the stand just so that I'm like, don't get on my lip. That's smart. I just spend so much time on this lip. Mm-hmm. That's smart. No take trip. No, Miss. I will take note. Her eyes be watering all the time when we're in drag. When we're so oh, mad. girl, I, yeah, I just keep like a little napkin and I just. Boom, boom. Are you scared to touch your eye at all? Oh God, no! I'm just like taking my contact. Go, <laughs> okay, my okay, I'm the same way, bitch. And most people get so scared. They're like. You touch your eye? I said, yeah, I've been touching my eye since I was like five. I thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> oh, I just got my contacts last year, but I was doing makeup before that without contacts, so I could not see and drag. And I was just like, yep, putting eye She was up on here. these four foot tall stages in platforms and she's just like, yeah, Whoa. I can't see. It's I fine. can't see, it's fine. <laughs> see, when I can't see, the thing I do is get to the gig first and I literally count the square space of the area that I'm standing on. Smart. So that I know in my mind where everything is. I do that for theater too. I'll get to the theater early mm-hmm. and walk around that set blind as a bat. That's fair. <laughs> Mathematical. You never know. Just so that I know where things are. I'm like, okay, I just took five steps and about six or seven steps, there's a tree right here. That blob tree, don't touch that blob. That blob is the curve. <laughs> approach that blob. Yes. 
Good evening. <laughs> uh, well, y'all are so funny. Thank you so much for joining yes, us on the you. podcast. You've been delightful. Oh, thank you for reaching out and having me. Of bitch. course, it's, it's about on the list. Yeah, woo up the band, bitch. We did it. Absolutely. Yes. What this has been in the making since July. Truly. Yeah. What, like, yeah, true. <laughs> We've just been Girl, off the know, like maybe three episodes have come out time. since we've talked last. Right? It's so, like Pacific Standard Time, Central Time, and Drag Queen Time. And, uh-huh. No. Come on. We got our own longitude and latitude. <laughs> latitude. Since lo- yes. Since, Did like, I say latitude? La- latitude. I, like, I got you. I understood you. Since lockdown lifted, we got so busy and then it just fell to the wayside. So, it was, you know. It, you know, it happens. A lot of the things that we used to like, not used to find passion in because we still do. But a lot of things we used to do kind of went to the wayside when things opened back up because we were so excited to get back out oh, there. Truly, mm-hmm. digital drive. You know, hello. Mm-hmm. Yes. We were just so excited to get back out there. Trust. I want when this some when this warm weather hits. I want to go back to bike riding, mm-hmm. hammocking, writing plays by the river, outdoor drag. Like, listen, right? Outdoor drag. Like, come on, bitch. The things that used to give me joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bring them back. Bring them back. Like bring I feel back. like I done what I needed to do coming back out of the pandemic. I've, you know, revived my name, reminded mm-hmm. people who I am, and now I can just sit in it a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, and just start to, like, pedal a little bit slower and let the until bo- I get to that next place where I got to hop on a motorcycle because, <laughs> you know, you got elevated and upgraded. Yes. Hopefully that happens in the next year or two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, but let the energy come back to you. You've sent out the exactly. wave. Let the ripple return. You cannot stretch yourself too far, bitch. You living for two peoples now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so true. That's true. You know? That is so true. Like when I moved, like I hate moving, but when I moved after doing, after starting drag, I was like, oh shit. I forgot that I'm moving for two now, even though there's physically one me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We moved into the house we live in now as two people. And now we are filling it to the brim as four people. Well, we, <laughs> we used to have this, this room used to be the bedroom. The, this was the big one. And like, uh, we just ended up moving into the, moving our bed into the tiny room because we're like, well, drag needs the big space. Sorry. We only sleep in this Girl, big room for eight I'm hours. the same way. All the drag is in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the drag is in the living room. So, girl, that's how we got to do it. We use I, we have an entertainment center, like a TV entertainment center. Mm-hmm. You want to know what it's used for? What? Not television. Not television. Fabric <laughs> storage. Wigs. Fabric and wig storage, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> valid. So valid. I would say every ounce of wall in this room is covered in wigs. Like, there's just I shelves. live, and them wigs look so healthy. Just Thank so you. many wigs. There's, like, another shelf behind it. Like, I... Oh! Y'all just reminded me, your fucking Twitch live stream <laughs> with the Cassadine Empire and the Sasha Cassadiner, get the fuck out. I cannot stand y'all. I was like, we wanted to we wanted to incorporate everybody. So we got, uh, so, you know, the special, we had the Sasha Cassadiner, we had the, Jasmine Cassadiner, the Jasmine Cassadiner, and then we had the special edition, the Come Get Your Meal Diner. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know what? The right? Daiquiri to Diner. The Daiquiri to Diner. And then, of course- y'all. Their retail, so foolish. Their, their retail their retail offshoot the Ken Dollar Store. So, <laughs> the Ken Dollar Store. <laughs> I'm a bitch. I gotta tell her that when she gets home. No shade. She does not look cheap. It no just, shade at all. We just no, but but uh, Jasmine threw it in the family chat. She was like, "Bitch, <laughs> I lost it. I think I was in a rehearsal and I lost it." Oh, y'all are so foolish. We try. We try our best. If I could throw out another drag tip, do not 
hesitate to get mileage out of a costume you know or a wig or a heel. Use it. Yeah, always use Girl, it. Girl, it does not, drag does not necessarily have to be as expensive as drag race mm-hmm. and mass media makes it out to be. Yeah. Oh, period. It does not. Reuse them heels. Girl, if it's over. black, you need a black heel and it looks cute with it, use it. You ain't got to buy uh-huh. a new heel. No. Uh-huh. That's heel. why we got clear heels so we can just wear them with every outfit and they look good with every it's outfit. Julia does it. I, I see Julia wearing those same damn shoes and you know what? She looks good every time. So because That's because literally, literally, like, uh-huh. like whole ass, like if you're doing a complete look, then maybe look someone's looking at your feet. But for the most part, they ain't looking at they your feet. They are not looking at uh-uh. your feet. They are not looking at your feet, girl. <laughs> They're looking at that outfit. Yeah. Yeah, we now just, the shoes you have to compliment the outfit because if they off, then they're looking at your feet, bitch. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just got our first pair of like half inch kitten heel pleasers, and I'm like, no one's gonna look at them, and I'm gonna be able to dance finally because people keep telling See, me to get short heels. So exactly, I'm ready. exactly, girl. It ain't gotta be that expensive. No. And once you start making that coin, then you know, dropping a commission here and there, mm-hmm. getting them Louboutins here and there. You know, that's cute. Treat yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now, we ain't at that point. <laughs> we are not at that point. <laughs> go it's to H&M, stone something. Yeah. Go, go to Goodwill. Yes. I be looking at that bank account. Girl, when that pandemic hit, I looked at that bank account. That bank account said, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But then that stimulus check hit. Oh, oh. yeah. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> Daddy's stimmy check. Unemployment is the reason yeah. I started drag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I finally had money, and I was like, I'll start drag now. Sure. You know what's funny? When the pen, when the quarantine hit, I whole ass was gonna quit. Oh, really? I was because I was just so stressed. I, I was like, like yeah. you know, I was like, I'm not achieving the level that these other girls are achieving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it probably be better for me to just be Sasha's assistant because I'm really good at that. Yeah. You know, and I was back home. In, I had moved back home with my family in Chicago, where mm-hmm. I could, you know, I I couldn't do drag. Yeah. So I was like, I was trying to make because I was I applied to superstar. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this promo outfit and I'm going to have it done so that when, if the email comes, I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Girl, and then I didn't originally get into Superstar. Oh. Ah. I was like, okay, well, and by that time, I just gave up on the costume. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to learn how to sew. I don't know how to do this uh, shit. Uh. Fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> Not bing bong. Like whole ass, whole ass. But then, you know, I moved back up here and Sasha said, absolutely not. Get back to work. <laughs> absolutely not. Baby. And then that's when Rihanna came and I was like, oh, bitch, I do like this shit. <laughs> uh, on the note of sewing, I got to finish my outfit for tomorrow. And I got to finish my outfit for tomorrow. So. Yes. Don't let me keep y'all too long because I got three dresses to finish. Oh, oh yeah. We've got two. So we're right yeah. there with you. Period. Well, I adore y'all. Thank you so much. Of I course. really appreciate it.